Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, number 76, you sound all bored, number 76, what the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you know what they said, <laughs> do I even have to say anything, <laughs> you guys ain't keeping count, it's homework, <laughs> I don't give a shit, <laughs> I know you don't either, I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down, man. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> well, uh, we got kind of a pretty packed show today, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and just skip all the pleasantries. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and let this shit get real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, first up, a billion dollars, dude. It's possible that the Avengers could make a billion dollars by the end of this weekend. It's a lot of money, man. I know, right? It's Saturday. Well, Saturday, Sunday. You know, uh, we're teetering on that at this particular moment when we're recording this. But according to uh, Deadline, the movie has already generated uh, $29.1 million on Friday, and it's already estimated to make $44.5 million on Saturday. So that gives it about 70 like 70 million. So they're already estimating with Sunday's returns that it could bring in 104 million in its second weekend. Makes it only down 50% from obviously its massive opening weekend the week before. So they're figuring that their accumulative worldwide uh gross could possibly break 1 billion dollars by the end of Sunday. That's a lot of cheese, man. Shit. So it comes as no surprise that Disney says, oh, yeah, Avengers 2 is already in development. No shit, sure. Avengers 5 is already <laughs> in development. We've got a six-part saga coming up right now. 
It's like, we're going to do Civil War, and we're doing each issue as its own fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. gonna, the second one's going to have Civil War. After that, it's going to be Marvel Superhero Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we making money. <laughs> but you don't own the rights to them. I don't give a fuck. Bob, I, just, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> we buying the rights. <laughs> I cut your check right now. <laughs> <laughs> We already popping fucking bottles of champagne for this shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine that quarterly conference call? <laughs> Just going nuts like that. <laughs> 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 if I did the quarterly call for that shit, I'd be like, motherfucker, you see how much money the Avengers made? You fucking, we making what I want to make. Done and done, dude. Sony, Sony can suck my dick. We're taking back Spider-Man. Oh, fuck it. oh you can suck my dick. We're taking it all back. You know what I just realized, too, is that once Marvel does get the rights back to Spider-Man, we're going to have to watch another reboot <laughs> of Spider-Man. I don't want to watch another reboot of Spider-Man. I know, right? <laughs> like, no! <laughs> I know how he got his fucking powers. <laughs> It'd be awesome if they go. Okay, we know you guys have seen all the reboots, so here you're gonna have some, you'll have uh, fucking uh, Patrick Stewart sit down in a chair and just quickly read over the origin of Spider-Man. Now the movie. <laughs> nice. We're like yes, but yeah, fucking a billion dollars in two weeks. That's just fucking nuts. And dark, and then Warner Brothers decided to release Dark Shadows this weekend. Good job there. Yeah. <laughs> you know the best thing about the Avengers making a billion dollars is Josh Whedon gets the respect that he deserves. Baby. Seriously, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fox. And they, Fox, and they you feel bring stupid. Firefly Black. Yeah. Fox, you feel stupid mm-hmm. right now, right? Fox should so, feel stupid for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but especially for that. Oh my God. All okay. right, man. Quit, quit that fucking around. Are <laughs> <Pretty> serious? <laughs> Speaking. We, we gotta take it all back. <laughs> Burn this motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Speaking of the Avengers, the Avengers movie has been extremely successful, as we've just spoken about with our little monologue that we're doing. Um, and like any successful franchise, it's going to get a video game. Interestingly enough, Sega. the game. <laughs> what? Sega doing it? <laughs> Interestingly enough, the game will only be for the Kinect and the Wii U. Um, the Associated Press reports that the game will be using a lot of motion controls, which is why it's only debuting on those two systems. <laughs> it features about 20 characters from the Marvel Universe, but focuses on Captain America, the Hulk, Thor, and Iron Man. Even though these are lead characters from the movie developer... Oh, no, Ubisoft is making it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, um, that's a better shot. Yeah. From the movie developer, Ubisoft assures everyone that the game is actually based on the comic book series instead. Battle for Earth will follow a scroll invasion plot where the alien race activates sleeper agents who have been living on Earth for years in secret. Ubisoft VP of Sales and Marketing Tony Key explains why they went with motion control. This is funny, by the way, his little quote. This is the perfect type of game for that because these characters are very action orientated. They're always fighting and throwing things. That's that's yeah, well. That, that's he, what a masters gets you. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so no release date um, right now. Expect more details at E3. I think this this game has two things going for it. One, it's based on the comic books and not the movie. Right. Um, it's got scrolls. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And also, what was the other thing I had going for? Ubisoft's main. Ubisoft knows what they're doing. Um, the motion control thing. I mean, it's obviously not everybody's thing, but whatever. Well, as long as they don't have, you know, uh, I don't know, like a dance revolution with Thor or anything like that. I the think, Hulk. Yeah, with I the Hulk, you know. I, I think we're, I think we'll be all right. And just be thankful Sega's not making it. <laughs> Sega! <laughs> Sega! I don't think Sega can make it anyway. I think yeah, I think yeah, I think they got rid of. I think they dropped Sega as their. Thank God. I, I will tell you one thing: when Sega made the first Iron Man game, the first Iron Man game, for the first 15 minutes, I loved flying around <laughs> as Iron Man, and then I I started actually playing the game, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that chick where you're just like, damn, she's hot for like the first you know five minutes, and then she actually starts talk, voicing her opinion, and then suddenly it's like, oh. And then you gotta go, bitch. Yeah. Then you're like, uh-huh. you look at your wrist that has no watch. You go, oh wow, I gotta go. You know, it's time. Or you, or you just sit there and go, you know what? This is where a nicer guy would make up an excuse, but I'm just fucking leaving. Then you get up and tip, dude. <laughs> or you'd be like, you'd be like John Hamm in Bridesmaids. God, I really want to ask you to leave, but I don't want to sound like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I just saw that line. I was like, oh, my God, that's a killer line. Uh, Being that it's coming from John Hand, exactly. it makes it so much better. <laughs> oh, man. So Microsoft really knows how to do fail sauce. They do it, and they truly know how to do it well. Well, with many in the tech media knowing that Microsoft is about to release their Windows 8 operating system, the worst kept secret in the world, there is already a leaked upgrade offer for the intervening months between announcing when the new OS will be released and when it will be in the new computers and laptops at your local retailer. Why is this fail sauce? Instead of offering people a free upgrade to basic Windows 8, which has been touted as the basic consumer bundle, they are giving people a special price to upgrade to Windows 8 Pro, which is designed for tech enthusiasts and business technical professionals. Instead of giving someone a free upgrade to the basic OS, they want to charge people for the Pro OS that most people won't use. Many are speculating that Microsoft is expecting to release the new OS just before kids go back to school. And I know many kids would would all love to have the special features which include encryption, virtualization, PC management, and domain connectivity, as well as support for a separately priced media pack for Windows Media Center. The promotion is expected to be released soon, but doesn't have a specific date and when Windows 8 would be released, but claims that the offer is valid when it becomes available. To me, it's just simply a way for Microsoft to make money on something that most people won't even need. Not to mention that Windows 8 is really designed for touchscreens and tablets. Let's not forget that you will have to purchase the media pack to play DVDs and Blu-rays on Windows 8. So my advice to anyone purchasing a traditional PC or laptop, don't upgrade. Windows 7 works perfectly, and you'll be saving yourself some cash. Fail sauce. Yeah, the only thing Windows 8's good for is Apple and Linux. <laughs> That's it. Because, honestly, Windows 8 looks like so much fail. Yeah. And I'm, I had that uh, that preview that they had, and I was messing with it, and I'm like, this is just stupid, dude. Well, if you think about it, it really is like Vista for them. Because remember they had XP? 
which is what Windows 7 is now. Yeah. Really, really good. I've never had a problem with it. You know, when, you know, I don't think we've either had problems with it. And, um, now they're going to do, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to redo it. And then it's going to basically be Vista again. And then they're going to have to recompensate. What is this, a cycle? Is this like the Star Trek movies? Every odd movie has to suck. I guess. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous to me. Windows 7 is the new XP. People aren't going to want to move away from it. Exactly. In 10 years from now, you're going to hear on the news, people are still using Windows 7. <laughs> Even though Windows 28 is coming out this week, people are still using Windows 7. Yeah. <laughs> Next on the news, Microsoft <laughs> is stupid. Rah, 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 rah. That's how they're going to tell the news in the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good, what, yeah. It's stupid. Rah, 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 rah. This is stupid. <laughs> People we're everywhere. It, ladies and gentlemen, we're calling it. In the That's news, they're going to say, Microsoft is stupid. Rah, 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 rah. Wolf Blitzer. Uh, 300-year-old Wolf Blitzer. Microsoft is stupid. Rah, 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 rah. And next in the news, season 33 of Jersey Shore is now airing. <laughs> no! <laughs> the Disney's like, we're still taking it back. We're still taking it back. Ah! <laughs> all right, fuck all that shit. All right. I have, like, no segues. I just go fuck all that shit. Then go right on. That's my segue. <laughs> That's your segue. Um, Mario creator Shingeru Miyamoto had a few theories as to why the PS Vita isn't doing all that well in sales. Speaking to Edge, Miyamoto said the Vita needs a bit more games to show off the system's abilities, obviously. Um, quote, it's obviously a very high-tech machine. And you can do a lot, and you can do lots of things with it, Miyamoto said. But I don't really see the combination of software and hardware that really make a very strong product. Miyamoto isn't really mudslinging, but coming from a familiar place with the 3DS's release and its lackluster launch. Now the quote: When we launched, when we launched the 3DS hardware, we didn't have Super Mario 3D Land. We didn't have Mario Kart 7. We didn't have Kid Icarus uh, Uprising. He told Edge, "We were striving." to have all of these ready for the launch, but we weren't able to deliver them at that time. We were kind of hoping that people would, nevertheless, buy into the product, <laughs> find 3D... I love how just fucking plenty is about it. Um, <laughs> we're just hoping you would... We hope you'd like the idea and yeah. spend 250 we, we, bucks we on were it. Hoping, we were hoping that you were such blind fans of <laughs> Nintendo that you would just buy it anyway. We um, mistakenly thought you guys were Apple people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instinctively buy it. So, well... <laughs> Lately, Nintendo fans are the Apple fans of the gaming industry. Let's keep it honest. Uh, find 3DS hardware promising. But looking back, we have to say we realized the key software, that key software was missing when we launched the hardware. It always sounds more, every two words make a pause. It sounds more dramatic. Um, hopefully the Vita can get its stride sooner than later. The Vita is an amazing device, but I completely agree with Miyamoto on this one. The selection of games for the system uh, is weak enough to keep a lot of people from being interested in the product. And, I mean, sales haven't been... I, I, no, I noticed I wrote this article. It sounds like fucking two have been sold. But <laughs> they're not that bad. But they could have been a hell of a lot better if they had titles that are really reaching out to people. And they're doing the same thing they did with the PSP. Most of the hit titles are just rehashes of stuff we've already seen. Yeah. You I know, mean, they, they, I, I really think they thought that Uncharted 3 would carry over. Carry it, yeah. And, and the problem, I mean, not Uncharted 3, Uncharted Golden Abyss, uh, would carry it. But it, it's, it, it was cool, but at the same time, for one game, 
that it's it, it's not one worth single it. player game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like how <laughs> I like how he said that, though. How he said, you know, oh, well, we just kind of thought you'd buy into the idea and, like, we'd be off to the races. But didn't apparently... Have, didn't have any games ready for you. We figured you'd be like, hey, we'll buy it anyway. But we're in a recession. <laughs> we're in a global crisis, motherfucker. <laughs> the president's saying he likes gay people now. <laughs> Shit's getting real. What I like is is Miyamoto is I I like the fact that he was just blunt. Yeah, he just that, that he just he always does that though. Yeah, I like the fact that he actually stated, yeah, we thought you guys were stupid enough and would blindly, you know, jump off the cliff because we oh yeah this is this it's like an iPhone no it's not <laughs> You're, we're not gonna they're not gonna do that that they're not gonna jump off I mean two hundred fifty bucks for. I mean, I can see people jumping in line for a new phone because you know how some, you know how when you need the new phone, you you want to get rid of the shit that you have. Uh, but for a 250 handheld gaming device that really serves no other purpose than just to be a handheld gaming device, it it's it's not it's not really gonna the the uh, DSI actually has got a price break price drop to 100. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> In case you want to pick one up, get some Pokemon on, you know? Yeah, gotta get yeah. your Pokemon on. Yeah. So, if you guys have read any... Oh, well, not any, but... If you guys have read DC's Earth Earth 2, we got some possible developments on that. If you haven't read the first issue of Earth 2, one, seriously, shame yeah. on you. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Don't be that guy. Yeah. And And... And two, there are some spoilers in the following story, but if you haven't read it by now, it's probably not going to kill you. So you can either script past this or you can just stop being a bitch. And yeah, and, and, and just listen. Yeah. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, uh, James Robinson gave us gave us a surprise, a major surprise within the first issue of the new Earth 2 comic, which is a reboot of the parallel universe. In the first few pages, we see the death of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Now, if you think this is the end of Wonder Woman, you'll be mistaken. During a podcast with the site Comic Vine, Robinson explained to them that Diana may not have been the last Amazon, and she's and she thought in her final moments of the issue. However, he alludes to the fact that it w- could be a completely new character. While the site wonders if it would be Donna Troy, since um, she has been missing in the new DCU, uh, quote, that the character be- had planned was all planned from the beginning, i.e. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman knew they were going to die, Robinson said during the podcast. Quote, the reason why Superman dies the way he does is a very important reason for later. The reason I had... Um, why I had Steppenwolf kill Wonder Woman is because there is a character I am creating for Earth 2 that will be directly involved that perhaps Wonder Woman, there might be just one Amazon left. And we're, and that's where I'm going to, that's where I'm going with this. As a result, the person hating Steppenwolf, that's important. You will be, um, you will see the quote, last Amazon. And the last Amazon was not Wonder Woman as she thought. There will be a member of it. Uh, there will be a member of this team down the line that will be that, you know, Amazon Wonder Woman figure. Now, I'm glad to see that there is some explanation as to why Superman died the way he did, exploding, uh, by exploding. And uh, I, it seems awkward yet 
intriguing at the same time. Because he, re- he was the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, he revealed, too, that Hawkgirl would be making an appearance in an upcoming issue, and the details about her origin are still being ironed out. That's what's something uh, we're still talking about, he stated. Her origin is, is that she's linked with another member of the team that hasn't um, – that we haven't seen yet. The fact that there is no Hawkgirl on Earth Prime means that there will lead to two eventual, the two eventually meeting. Uh, finding out some of the information was satisfying to me, as I have, um, as I like to see how all the events play out. So uh, played out so quickly in issue one. As my, as I said in my review, that the book had a similar feel that the first issue of Justice League of jumping right out, um, jumping right into the story, and you can catch up. However, the second part of the issue seems like it take it will take more time. So glad to know it's actually going somewhere. Sounds good to me, man. Yeah. Earth two, baby. Earth two. Did you read it yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've been caught up in other shit, man. Yeah. Spider Man. I'm, I'm I'm that guy. Yeah, you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> the Earth 2 shit is actually pretty good, with the exception of um, uh, Dial H. And, uh, Dial H is failed, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't like Dial H. It was funny, my review of Dial H, I was pretty, I was nice about, but I got a lot of people liking the fact that I didn't like it. It's, the writing was trash, dude. Yeah, the writing was It trash. didn't even make any sense. Yeah, I mean, I just, I didn't, the characters, the characters didn't draw me in. There wasn't enough about them for me to even like them. So, you know, I mean, I saw some other reviews that people were like sucking the cock of this. Like, oh my God, you know, and, uh, (laughs) okay, (laughs) you know, uh, but, uh, they just like, they, they probably just like an overweight superhero and probably, I mean, it, it it does kind of live out on that fantasy of like, you know, being, oh yeah, we all like to be a superhero at some point, but is that on that fantasy that I don't have to work hard to be great? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I just, I just, I just, I don't have to be like Batman and fucking train for a decade and shit. (laughs) Fuck that, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have to be like Superman, be from a different fucking planet that exploded. And still has to learn how to fly and all that stuff. Right, right, right. I just have to dial a phone number. It ain't even a full number. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Four fucking numbers. Uh, Oh, jeez. Six seasons in a movie? (laughs) (laughs) So this is a pretty brief article, but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the Wii U is almost here and Blockbuster UK has let the cat out of the bag uh, when the game where the games are concerned. An alleged an alleged <laughs> picture of the UK Blockbuster database, which is on the website, the lazy uh, shows the future titles. There really isn't any way to know if this is a factual list or not, but the amount of Ubisoft titles would match up with reality. Check out the list below. So this list is pretty... I mean, it's, it's nothing on here that you're going to be like, what the fuck? You know, it's, we'll, we'll read it off, or I'll read it off. Um, <laughs> you read it off. Yeah. Just Dance 4, Killer Freaks from Outer Space, Marvel <laughs> Superheroes, uh, Metro Last Light, Monster Party, New Super Mario Brothers, Me... Um, I don't know why this is me though. Uh, Ninja Ninja Gaiden three, Rabbit Potty Land, Pikmin, Raving Rabbids, Raven Raven Legends, Shield 
Shield Posse? Nice. <laughs> that just sounds cool, right? Uh, Splinter Cell 6. Got real serious right there. Um, Sports Connection, Tekken, Your, Sh- Your Shape 2013, Zombie, Alien, Colonial Marines, Batman Arkham City. Colonial uh, Marines is a game that I thought was like already out. It is. So is Arkham City. <laughs> it's just going to be on the Wii U. Like <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Oh, Jesus. And Darksiders 2, which isn't out yet. Dirt 3, Formula 1 All-Stars, Game Party, and Ghost Recon Online. So what? No Black Ops two? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, no fucking, no fucking Angry Birds because you know that's on every other fucking thing. Yeah, I know, right? Um, this list is pretty fucking standard. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's nothing that. Nothing. That's why. That's why I'm reporting on it because I'm pretty sure this is factual. Um, and honestly, like, who would fucking, who would give a shit enough to fake it? Because yeah. the picture is like an actual, like an old school terminal screen, and you know, it says Blockbuster on the top. I mean, the only thing that might not be that credible is why would Nintendo tell Blockbuster first? Yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, whatever. But the the game seemed pretty legit. A lot of these we already knew about. Arkham City, um, being one of them that I was excited to see how they utilize that big fucking controller they have I on there. I think some of those like Ninja Gaiden. Arkham City was actually mentioned at E3 last year. Yeah, exactly. So some of those titles we already knew, so that's what I think led to It brings credibility. credibility to the list, yeah. yeah. So, you know. Black Ops 2! Fallout 3! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ! This is <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Diablo 3! <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars The Old Republic <laughs> What the fuck You'll be able to play Any video game from any system World of Warcraft's gonna be on the Wii U <laughs> <laughs> Like every fucking game ever <laughs> Shit What is it the pandas of Penzant or whatever the... Yeah <laughs> Pandas of fucking Pandariza or whatever. I don't know. Pandas of Peoria. <laughs> you ever play that on the Wii U? Hmm. That shit don't even exist if you ever play that shit. The only thing I have a problem with the Wii U is everyone saying that it, it only supports one controller, which is lame. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't think that's the case because a from what it looked like, it looked like it was going to be at least two. I think you would be able to do like what you could do with the PS3, like bring other controllers from other consoles and link. Even, even just two, though, is kind of fail. You know what I mean? Like, well, the PS3 on. and the Xbox only come with one. I know, but it supports more than two. Yeah, well, I'm sure the system supports more than two. More no, than like one. Whispers are saying that it only supports because of the nature of the screen. It would be too much for the system to spread fucking information to each screen, then so it's it's only supporting one controller. Well, that's, that's the whispers. That's the whisper. Nintendo hasn't said anything. Yeah, well, that would be fail sauce if that's the case. Especially for a family. Yeah. System. Well, you know they're thinking about single family homes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one for you know most families Lonely have motherfuckers. Yeah, only have like either either a mother or or a father. You know, never two. So I think they're 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 going with the times. That's right. <laughs> That's... All right, I think it's time we jump into some new releases since we're going a little crazy here. Burn this motherfucker! 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, that would be so funny. Oh man. World of Warcraft on the Wii U! <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry on that motherfucker! <laughs> Minecraft on the Wii U! Jesus. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft. Minecraft just came out for uh, the Xbox. Yeah, so you never know. If it is, we called it. <laughs> just so if it does come out, we called it. S-Y-I. <laughs> All right, so uh, streaming on Netflix um, wasn't a whole lot of new stuff on Netflix. Sleeping Beauty, The Trip, and Melancholia. Yeah. Melancholia, okay. Yeah, um, it's a Kirsten Dunst movie, so there's nobody's going to watch it. Yeah, so in games is a pretty big week. Yeah. Um, Diablo three releases, so they say it's still, it's still on on the sh- fucking shelves. So I'm I'm not believing anybody. <laughs> um, for the PC and the Mac, um, Blizzard is one of the few companies that releases games for the Mac when they come out. Max Payne three for the Xbox three sixty and PS three. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City for the PC, Game of Thrones, the game, PC, Xbox 360, and PS3, Battleship, not the board game, Xbox 360, PS3, Wii, DS, and 3DS. Well, I think it is the board game, but I mean, like, not the literal board game. (laughs) Sorry. Did you have something to share? No, no, it's just... Bring it to the front of the class. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 2, that's on Android, PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. I was wondering what and stand for. I'm like, and? Hey, the more you know, man. (laughs) Um, Dragon's Lair, which is another game that's been on a million different things, uh, is coming out for the Xbox 360. Um, Jam! Live Music Arcade for the Xbox 360 and PS3. Jam! Yeah. And the Men in Black 3 tie-in Android game. Uh, we are the men in black. <laughs> Galaxy Defenders. <laughs> uh, the jam when it came out. I know, right? <laughs> um, in theaters this week, very, very quiet week again. Uh, the, uh, the Dictator finally comes out, which actually may stand up against the Avengers. He could take number one next week because it is Sasha Baron Cohen, so... There's a possibility yeah. it could do number one. And The Samaritan with Samuel L. Jackson. On DVDs this week, we've got Chronicle, which I've, I still wanted to see but never got around to seeing. Uh, the Grey. I want to see that. Yeah. Chronicle was the one about the, the people that get superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. One for the Money, which is a Catherine Heigl movie, so nobody will see that. Two for the show! <laughs> Being John Malkovich, Criterion Collection. Flashpoint Season 4, and The Universe, The Complete Season 6. Nice. Yes, in comic books. In comic books. DC Comics, if I don't say the numbers, issue 9. Uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, Trade Paperback, Batwoman, Birds of Prey, Blue Beetle, Captain Adam, Catwoman, Volume 1, The Game, Trade Paperback, Catwoman, DC Universe Presents, Green Lantern, Brightest Day, Trade Paperback, Green Lantern, Volume 1, Sinistro, Sinistro Hardcover. Uh, I have trouble with the word. I'm fucking, I'm like, what? Um, Green Lantern Corp, uh, Green Lantern, the animated series, number two, Justice League, yeah, Justice League, the Justice League's a shit, dude. Yes. Um, Legion of Superheroes, Nightwing, Red Hood and the Outlaws, The Secret Society of Supervillains, volume two, hardcover, The Shade, number eight of 12, Supergirl and Wonder Woman, it's like, Justice League, six seasons in a movie! <laughs> I wish, dude. I know, right? Oh man, I if you're not reading Justice League, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> we're detective too. 
Oh man! In Marvel, we've got Amazing Spider-Man: End of Ends of the Earth number one, Avengers twenty-six, Avengers Academy thirty, Avengers versus X-Men number four of twelve, uh, AVX versus number two, which is actually a pretty good series. I like that one. Uh, Daredevil thirteen, Fantastic Four six hundred five point one, Fury Max number two, Hulk Smash Avengers number three of five. Uh, Incredible Hulk 7.1, Invincible Iron Man 517, John Carter the God of Mars number three of five, Marvels the Avengers Black Widow Strikes number two of three, uh, New Mutants 42, Secret Service two of seven, Thunderbolts 174, Uncanny X Men 12, Venom 18, Winter Soldier 5, and X Factor 236. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. In uh, other distributors, why don't you take Dark Horse? Uh, Dark Horse is BPRD, Hell on Earth, The Devil's Engine, one of three. That just sounds awesome. <laughs> um, Conan the Barbarian, four. Reset, two of four. And Star Wars, Dawn of the Jedi, Force Storm, four of five. And uh, coming out on Dynamite. Oh. Dynamite. We got Army of Darkness, number four. Ninjets, number four. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a Japanese pop band, doesn't it? I got nothing to say. (laughs) Nowhere Man, number three of four. Shadow, number two. uh, Vampirella versus Dracula, number four of six. Yeah, I want to see that shit, dude. And uh, Voltron, number five. Off to IDW. And IDW this week. 30 (laughs) 30 days of night. Ten Bloody Years Treasury Edition trade paperback. Okay. Um, complete Chester Gould's Dick Tracy Volume 13, 1950 to 1951 hardcover. That's kind of sick, dude. Yeah. Jurassic Park Dangerous Games hardcover. Last Unicorn, the Deluxe Edition hardcover. And Lock and Key Clockwork 6 of 6. All right. And Image, we've got Activity 6. Dancer number one, Danger Club number two, Darkness 103, Glory 26, Hardcore number one, Hell Yee number three, uh, Manhattan Projects number three, Mondo two of three, Saga three, and Thief of Thieves number four. That shit was sounding real badass, just the titles. Yeah, I know, right? Activity, glory, hardcore, hell yeah. The most adjectives we can use in (laughs) series titles. And then in Boom this week, Adventure Time number four. You know, tell a friend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't see any collectibles that were really worth my time, so. Yeah, same go. All right, so uh, this week's recommendations. For me, if you haven't been watching pbs this is a reason to be watching pbs sherlock series two is out airing on pbs uh the second episode aired last night as according to this podcast when this podcast is released uh it, three part 90 minute episodes really amazing series you guys have heard us talk about the original season the original series uh series two aired in the uk at the first of the year Finally releasing it here, and days after the third episode is released, the Blu-ray and DVD of Series 2 comes out. So definitely check it out. It is definitely worth your time. It's just it's a, it's a, it's just a great, amazing show. Stephen Moffat really knows how to work the, rework the whole Sherlock Holmes, Watson angle. Amazing series. So check it out. <laughs> All right, what you, what's your recommendation? 
Are we still doing this? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man. So, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man. Like, it's on the 10th issue now. And I did a little article, you know, the series in review. Oh, by the, the way, re- I did reviews, too, of the of Sherlock series, too. So, you just go into the reviews and check it out. You know what? Your time is already over. So <laughs> taking it back! <laughs> don't bite on my shit. That's all I'm saying. Um, no, uh, the reason... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting real masculine with this motherfucker. Um, the reason I wanted to throw, throw this out as a recommendation because a lot of people, I, I've heard a lot of people that refuse to read it only because of what the direction that it's going, so um, which is really stupid. And I, I and I think it's a quality book. The writing's really good. Um, I like the characters. I like. It's almost like a reboot, but with but different, obviously, because it's a different character. Mm. You know, that, I'm I'm really liking it. So. If you haven't read it, fucking read it. And remember too, Adam's a uh, Adam's a DC boy, so him reading Spider Man, you know, that says a lot right there. Yeah. And liking it. It does. <laughs> All right, so this the reason why we kinda cut out the whole little bullshit in the beginning, um, was because uh we're going to discuss some summer movies that are coming out, and we just kind of wanted to touch on some of them, kind of you know see what we're looking for, what we like, whatever. So uh, some of the movies coming up, uh, we've got uh, first up is Expendables two. Uh, I like the first one. You and I Chuck the first Norris. One. Yeah, I know Chuck Norris. That's sole reason why you need to watch the movie. Chuck Norris, Jean Claude Van Damme looks like he's going up against Sylvester Stallone. I mean, Chuck and Norris. <laughs> what else do you need? I think they need to make reference to the the jokes in the movie. Like it, it's still cool if Chuck Norris is actually there. Yeah. You know he's going to roundhouse kick someone. Oh yeah. yeah. He's going to roundhouse kick everybody, dude. <laughs> it's all going to be that slow motion roundhouse kick. I know. <laughs> he should roundhouse kick like a house, and she just <laughs> knocks over. He just. The pillar of one building. That's that's the. We don't have enough money for explosives to demo this building. Let's just get Chuck Norris. That's what we call Chuck Norris. In yeah. <laughs> take out that one pillar. And I think they should call him Chuck Norris and never just Chuck. Just Chuck Norris all the time. <laughs> that guy's super badass, dude. Like that's just one name, Chuck Norris. That's one Chuck name. Norris. Not two yeah. names. Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Chuck uh, Norris. Uh, born, the Born Legacy. Mm-hmm. Actually, it looks kind of cool. I like Jeremy Renner is the new uh, the new Born project. You got Ed Norton, yeah. um, Albert Finney, a couple of people from the original Born series. Looks kind of cool, and the, the fact that he's done action really well in Mission Impossible and the Avengers, I'm more inclined to be like, okay, looks like he's going to do a pretty good job in that. I I, I am a little kind of worried on. You know, if if they say it's not a reboot because Jason Bourne technically still exists in there, but I'm just hoping it's not like trying to rewrite history. It's like a rehash, is what it is. Yeah, like there, it's an extension. It's like Highlander. There is more than one. <laughs> yeah, there can be only one. No motherfucker, pay attention. You know, At Disney called. They're taking it back. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even own it. We don't care. We're taking it back. We fucking Disney. <laughs> we do what we want. <laughs> so we should just talk like that all the fucking time, dude. 
All right, so next movie coming out, Dark Knight Rises, obviously. Yeah. We um, had a conversation about this last week. We did. And uh, you expressed some concern about it. I expressed some concern because I'm not interested in Bane. Like, I trust um, Nolan because he's, he's already proved himself, and I'm, I'm fairly sure that I'll enjoy the movie. But I'm, I'm fucking with the mic. Yeah, I um, <laughs> But I don't. I don't know. Like I see the trailer and I'm just like, cool, and that's it. Like I, I don't get that. My eyes go wide. Like the, what happened with the, um, the with uh, the Dark Knight. Well, keep in mind too that in the Dark Knight there was a lot of concern over the Joker. Yeah, there was concern, but I didn't have it. I, I had concern that the Joker was going to be done wrong, but I still was really excited. Like I was like, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. But now I'm kind of like, I want to see it, but I'm just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going through the motions with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say I don't like, cause I don't, I do want to see it, you know, but I'm not fucking crazy excited about going out and seeing it. Yeah. Well, I think too, that like when you're dealing, because Bane is such an odd character to choose of all the, the Batman villains. Yeah. I, I thought they could have just done like a cooler villain, dude. Yeah. Well, you like know? what would you have liked to seen? Honestly, I think a penguin one would be dope if they did it real serious, dude. You know, they made him they made him like a like a rich cat who's who's pulling strings. You know what I mean? I think that would be real cool because then maybe Batman can't get to him because he's he's so high up and he looks so squeaky clean. You know what I mean? And they don't have to do it all like he's eating fucking fish in the sewers like they did back in the day. Just make it, he he's he's a short dude and he's ugly. You know, yeah. whatever. Like Burgess yeah, Meredith, like like the uh, Burgess Meredith in the '60s series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think they could have really, they could have really went all out with that, and I think that could have been really fucking twisted. You know, just because the Penguin. I mean, if it, for those who read the comic um, before the reboot, the Penguin is is fucking crazy, and he's pulling strings left and right. You know, like I thought that would have been dope. Um, the Riddler would have been cool. That could have been done cool, which was the rumor before anyway. Yeah. Um. I w- I was hyped up about the Riddler. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's gonna be fucking sick. And then they said it was Bane. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. <laughs> you know. Right. So I mean, I'm still ex- don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the movie. I know it's gonna be a great movie because no one's already steady pimp when yeah. it comes to this shit. But I just I don't know. I just think that the choice of villain. Is lackluster for me. You know, it's just whatever. Well, I th- I think for me, like, I'm very intrigued because, like you, you know, I was like, Bane, really? Because, yeah, it did surprise me. It surprised me as it just seemed like an odd choice. And Bane's a cool character in himself, but not that cool. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. They should have did the whole movie with Grundy. <laughs> he only says one thing. I think that would have been funny. <laughs> Randy born on a Monday. It's the whole fucking time. It'd be awesome. Uh, I mean, I just you know, I I I, I have to give Nolan some uh, some you know s- s- uh, how should I say benefit of the doubt. Yeah, give him some benefit of the doubt because he hasn't led me wrong so far and so you know i had a lot more concerns about 
uh, about Dark Knight because of the fact that it was the Joker and the fact that Heath Ledger was going to play against, you know, Nicholson, uh, you know, as as far as movies go, you know, and how was he going to do it? And, and it lo- and it turned out in the end, turned out to be amazing. But um, yeah, yeah, I had concerns with the Dark Knight because the Joker is the villain. Right. The Batman villain. So everyone is going to be fucking with a microscope, making sure you're doing that shit right. correctly, you know, or at least in a way that no one expected that's correct. But obviously it was done spot on in my in my opinion and yeah. many others opinions. Um, but I don't know. I can't even place it like what I feel about the Dark Knight Rises. Like I'm, I'm just like I'm not as excited as I was. When I heard it was the Riddler, I could be honest with that. Like when I heard the villain was gonna be, I thought that was fucking sh- the shit, dude. Right. The Riddler, that would have been twisted as fuck. But with I hear Bane and I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's cool, you know, because I just don't care about Bane that much. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll we'll have to just I guess wait and see if he what he does. You know, and watch the movie's gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, I know. It's, it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be amazing, and you're gonna end up, you know, like, oh my god, it's so awesome! I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I just I just finished twice. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be the shit. So All right, we, we're dwelling too much in this movie. Yeah. So the the next, next one is what? the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah. So. A little darker tone on this one. Yeah, and I mean, you know, some people are still bitching about Andrew Garfield. I think he looks perfect for – and people are saying he, he, he's, he doesn't look – I mean we've seen him in other stuff and so we can't buy the fact that he's in high school. He, he, I, we can. I think we can buy him still he's in high actor. school. Yeah, we can you buy can't, You can't buy – you bought that um, Tobey Maguire was still in high school? Yeah, I know. I know. You can buy. Well, like my thing is, is like, okay, we can buy the whole being bit by radioactive spider part but we can't buy that he's still in high school (laughs) right you know you have radioactive blood that i'm cool with but yeah look a little old for high school dude yeah i you know we have that and then you have uh and then emma stone as gwen stacy i'm really excited that they're going the gwen stacy route yes um i i was really just i mean i was so bitter by the whole kristen or kirsten dunst for Mary Jane. She didn't to me she wasn't Mary Jane. She didn't have the the confidence just the the whole persona that Mary Jane had in the too, comic book. She was too she was too vulnerable. girly. She was too girly. Yeah, she was too vulnerable for yeah. Mary Jane. Yeah, because like, you, Mary Jane was a fucking badass bitch, dude. Yeah, Mary Jane was badass. She was on her own. She was defiant mostly because of the the life that she grew up with, an abusive uh you know, her mom was beaten up by her father and stuff like that, you know, and so I mean, she was still vulnerable, but she didn't show it. Yeah, she she knew what she needed to do to, to survive. And so now we have Gwen Stacy. And I'm I'm very excited for that because I'm thinking, yes, finally, we're going to we're going to touch on that. And, and her character is a lot more important than Mary Jane was. Yeah. And especially in the development of Spider-Man, which is kind of sucks because we know at some point she's going to die. <laughs> Maybe not in this movie. but Yeah, not in this movie, but, you know, when they... She will eventually <laughs> perish. Yes. Um, but I'm looking forward to you it. You must choose Spider-Man. 
Dude, Spider-Man Blue was fucked up. Dude. Oh, I know. Spider-Man Blue was just – it's still one of my I, – I think if you guys really want if, – if any of you out there know of Gwen Stacy but really want to understand why she's important, read Spider-Man Blue. Yeah. Read Spider-Man Blue. You'll definitely understand why. Available at your local comic book shop. <laughs> or your local torrent site, whichever one you want to go with. Whoa, whoa. Not endorsed. <laughs> Not endorsed. Just a statement of fact. The opinions expressed on this podcast are <laughs> do not reflect the opinion. They reflect my opinions. I don't give a fuck. We're taking it back. Disney's <laughs> <laughs> calling. They're taking it back. I'm uh, excited about this next flick, dude. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Killer. Isn't it Vampire Hunter? Or Vampire Hunter. Yeah, I think yeah, it's Vampire, Vampire Hunter. Hunter. Whatever. Yeah. All I know is it's the shit. It looks cool. Doesn't it, though? It, it, it does. I mean, it's so, obviously, it's so out there and so, like, you know, out of the realm, in the realm of fantasy that you still just, the way it looks and thinking Abraham Lincoln, it's just like, yeah, you know, Obama, it's not, whatever, it's not Romney, out there whatever, but if they fucking killed a vampire, yeah. yeah. It's not out there because America always makes their founding fathers sound like superheroes. Yeah. You know, and this makes sense to me. You know, I'll believe it. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking tell. I'll tell anybody. I'll go to a foreign country and they'll be like, "My, you know, Napoleon did this or whatever." I'll be in France. Fuck it. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, Abraham Lincoln killed vampires, motherfucker." <laughs> Haven't you seen my movie? <laughs> <laughs> Abraham Lincoln vampire. What's a documentary, bitch? <laughs> Get your facts straight. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! I, it it to me it just it looks cool. I mean, if you guys don't know about it, it's uh it's during that whole period of rewriting history where people would take uh, figures or or established novels and then added zombies or vampires or something like yeah, that. Pride and Prejudice and zombies. zombies yeah. Um, but uh, it, this just looks. I I was always curious as to how it would look, but when I saw the trailer, for it, I was like. I don't know. That looks kind of cool. I mean, seeing Abraham Lincoln with that axe and that tree yeah. just shattering. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that's it. And we all, we've all heard the stories growing up that he got into like a fist fight and he fucking shattered some dude's face. Maybe I heard it all because I grew up in New England. <laughs> <laughs> but he fucking Abraham Lincoln was a freak, dude. Like, he's crazy. And I love to believe all those stories because it makes us more badass yeah. through his legend. <laughs> uh, next up is... G.I. Joe Retaliation. Um, I'm now. I know there's a few people out there that actually liked the original G.I. Joe movie. I like the Baroness. Oh God. Oh, Sienna Miller. (laughs) See, they they had a chance to redeem it by having you know Scarlet and the Baroness fight each other. Then suddenly, you know, they get a little close. Suddenly, there's just that that kindling in there. You know. This magic. Yeah, you know, suddenly all the guys stop fighting and turn and look, and they're just kind of going. You're just like, oh. They grab popcorn. Yeah, and... you know, they pull up chairs and shit. You know, they had that moment, but then it failed to. to they see. squandered it. They squandered their chance. <laughs> Disney's now going. We will do it different. They're gonna go all go all down on each other. Um, for me, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt only because John Chu was a. Chu, I don't remember his first name. The director, dude, is an actual fan of the original cartoon and comic series. 
So I yeah, know. Yeah, but you know what? I'm a fan of the cartoon and the original comic series too. But you wouldn't want me to make the movie. Yeah, but at least it would be. Or would you? <laughs> at least it would be more GI Joe than kind of what they originally did. I want them to put in like a make sure you turn your faucet off to save water. <laughs> the PSA. Right? Yeah. Because knowing is half the battle. It's not G.I. Joe unless it's in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who knows? They may do it. Maybe it's an after credit scene. That would be... Wouldn't that, that be amazing? That would be so awesome. That I would, would pay for the movie just to see that. Yes. That would be it. I, if they did that, I, that my review would be just awesome. Listen. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. All I have to say about G.I. Joe Retaliation, the movie's going to be action-packed. It's going to have cool fight scenes in it. I don't have hopes for the story. I just don't. Because it's G.I. Joe, dude. You know, and and like I said before, See, people, people, people always say that they go, it's G.I. Joe, man. Why do you expect such a story? Because like, it's a feature film, man. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to have a story. Spending 15 bucks, there better be a fucking story to it. That's right. Uh, maybe 20 if I want to get a hot dog. Yeah, maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, next up is Pixar's actual original movie now, Brave. Right. Yeah, after two years of sequels. Right. Um, hey, whatever, fucking three years of making some money, dude. I don't blame them. Uh, yeah, after that last one, the Cars too. Nah, nah, fuck all that. Dude. Um, that Toy Story three was the shit, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, Brave. Now that I've seen the trailer for it, it looks funny. Looks kind of interesting. Yeah, it looks like a good movie. Yeah, women empowerment kind of thing, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I, if you could change your fat, would you do it? <laughs> Her accent's almost too good. Like you. <laughs> You're like what? <laughs> I, was like, I can't understand you. <laughs> it's it's funny. You because... want somebody in the background go, Captain, she's gone. <laughs> the And that's what's funny to me is that I listen to her. You know, whoever's voicing, I, I don't know who it, who is, and she may be from Scotland. I have no idea. Um, but then I think of all the just really shitty Scotland accents throughout the years in the movies and shit. And that one's pretty good. Yeah. Because Scottish people you shouldn't quite understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know, you should kind of be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the same with Irish people too. Yeah. You know. It, then you get people walking out of the movie going, you know, I would have liked it if I was able to understand it more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Like you have to talk like you're not you're not pronouncing any consonants. It has to sound like a more of a, a guttural English accent with the bit of the California dude tongue is kind of what it sounds like. You know, <laughs> change of fat, dude. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, uh, what'd you do it? And I'm doing. I'm probably doing a horrible. I'm I'm having fun, but I'm probably doing a horrible accent. But um, I think it's. I I think the movie looks cool like it, i don't know like it's it, first of all it's different yeah um a different kind of environment i don't you don't see a lot of i mean yeah there was the uh dragon movie but that like that's in the general area but i, I never see any irish or scottish movies that much yeah. you know in the animated things so i think that's kind of cool something to take the kids to it's like yeah we're irish but you know yeah. they're our friends why not um so I I, I want to see it. My kids want to see it, and that's really all that matters. So there you go. You know, whatever. Uh, the next movie, The Watch. It's uh, this movie's kind of coming in under the radar. It's Jake Gyllenhaal, and um, oh my god, I can't remember the other dude's name. Hispanic actor, but uh, they play LAPD cops that you know 
are trying to clean up the streets. They take down somebody who actually belongs to a drug cartel. So the drug cartel decides to take them out. So uh, I saw the trailer for it when I was watching the IMAX version of the Avengers. Actually looks kind of cool. You know, because these guys are, you know, they're young hotshots. They're taking down the big score. But then, you know, the cartel wants to take them out because they're hurting business a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So uh, looks actually kind of cool. I may check it out. Um, But after that, we've got – I know you haven't heard of it. Oh, Total Recall? No, I was talking about The Watch. watch. You know what? I haven't heard of The Watch. At all. I don't know why. I've heard of all of these movies, but I haven't heard of The, the uh, Watch. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to do some do some Apple fucking trailers. <laughs> What's going on? Next is Total Recall. Total Recall. This movie doesn't need to be redone. It doesn't need to be redone. It does, I think it's a timeless flick. Uh, um, unless we land on Mars. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> and I, I just, I think this Even movie then, because is... you know there's the one astronaut's going to go, yo, where's the three-breasted chick? Exactly. Yeah. And I think this movie is um I think it will be good another action packed. I mean it's got good actors in it and stuff like that. But it just it's not necessary. Yeah. I feel like they're just like oh we can I feel like that these these people there's like a group of older people that sit in a room smoking cigars going which famous and timeless fucking franchise can we rape? To make some money. You know what I mean? If you could rape a franchise, would you do it? Would you do it? <laughs> but um i mean i think it's gonna be i think it'll be a decent flick i mean we saw we saw some of the stuff at comic-con last year and um and uh i just have to say um what's her name uh kate Kate beckinsale yeah straight up oh my god that woman if she's in it there's a reason to see it yeah i mean and for for the ladies colin farrell's in it yeah I mean, you have uh, Kate Beckinsale and Jennifer, uh, or not Jennifer, uh, Jessica Biel going at it. And we mean in a fight scene, not mm-hmm. actually going at it. And that may be the director's cut. I don't know. but uh, Might be my cut. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really don't think the movie needs to be made. Will I check it out? Yeah, sure. You know, I may check it out and see what it's like. I might not see it in the theaters. Yeah. it's. I'm really picky about what I see in the theaters nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I want to see all superhero movies I got to see in the theater. Yeah. You know, um, but I know I want to see Abraham Lincoln in the theater. I'll probably end up seeing Brave in the theater. You know. Yeah. And maybe this next one, because it looks kind of funny. Uh, Men in Black 3, man. Yeah. I don't I think know. it looks dope, dude. I, I would see it only for Josh Brolin, because yeah. he really looks like he's channeling fucking uh, Tommy Lee Jones. In. Yeah, I know. But I like <laughs> Will Smith, too. Yeah, Will Smith. It, it'd be nice to see Will Smith back in his in in the familiar environment that we've right. been, that we've seen him in. Um, Men in Black, also a comic book movie, keeping yeah. it real, dude. Yeah. So uh, it, it'll it, that will definitely be interesting. I probably will check it out simply for Josh Brolin, um, and yeah, to see kind of see how they do it. Um, but I I don't have high hopes for it. I mean, the second one was all right. I don't think it's gonna do all that great. No, I, I think it's been but, too long. Yeah. I think a lot of people when it came they're like, Really? They're doing another one? Yeah. It's like Yeah, it's like, well when did when did the second one come out? Oh my long god. Time ago. Long ass time ago. Yeah. Yeah. The next and, the next movie I kinda wanna check out. It looks kinda funny to me. Yeah. The dictator. 
which opens it, this week. I want to see it, but I, I don't see a reason to see it in the theater. Yeah. It's like a DVD movie. Like, why see it? There's no action in it. It's just, you know, it's just that. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, just no. that, that whole scene in the helicopter when they're going, oh, the Statue of Liberty, and, you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, we're all the fireworks, and they're just, they're yeah, yeah. The light, and they're, you know. <laughs> that just, right. My favorite scene in the trailer is when they tell him to take out the trash. He oh, and he throws it in the street. Like a steady boss. He just throws it. Cap <laughs> runs into it and shit. Oh. That was cool. Oh, man. Where he smacks the kid. Where he, where he pushes the kid down in the chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, here's a movie that I don't plan on seeing at all. I don't know about you. Uh, but uh, Battleship. I, I think the real only not the only negative because I haven't seen it but the the major negative now is the name of the movie that's it if they would have named it something different the conversations being being talked about it would be drastically different because everyone's like they're making a movie because first you gotta get over that they're making a movie based on that stupid fucking board game yeah. you know and, but then like I see the preview and I'm like well, it just looks like an action packed alien invasion movie it looks which, like all the deleted scenes from freaking um, the Transformers. Yeah, but you know, people are gonna see it. People want that shit. They they want special effects, fucking powerhouses. Yeah. You know, they just want special effects be thrown at them. Yeah, and and I mean, do I think the story is gonna be all that great? Probably not. But that doesn't matter for the mass majority of people. They'll go see it, and especially if it releases on a weekend where nothing else released. Yeah. People would be like, "Oh shit! Like, let's go, let's go check out Battleship. It's got Rihanna in it, which is going to get your younger crowd. It's got Liam Neeson in it, which is going to get the older people. You know, might get me in there. Fucking Liam Neeson's a pimp, hmm. but um, I think it has a lot of lot of stuff going for it when you kind of don't care about movies. You know what I mean? Right. For diehards like Steve over here, or myself too, just because I don't, I don't, I'm fucking cheap. Um, is this, there's no reason to see it really, but if you just want to see special effects, then... yeah, because that looks like that's all it's got going for it. I mean, when you first look at it, it looks like a Transformer movie, um, and to me, it's just the fact that it's supposed to be on a board game, and uh, you know, it's like going, I like I said, it's hard to get over. I feel like they should have just dropped the board game bullshit and just named titled it fucking. It would even been better if they just titled Alien Invasion movie. Yeah, <laughs> because, because as soon as you see Battleship, most people are like, "Really? You fucking you made a movie based, and it's probably has nothing to do with that board game, oh, not sure. one fucking thing." Cause well, you, you know, somebody's gonna say, "Someone's gonna so, be like, so so my yeah," and you're gonna get a couple chuckles out the crowd. That's fine. You're, I think you're gonna get really, you know, that joke would have been funny if the movie wasn't called Battleship. Ship. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to make the point. You know, it's like. <laughs> It just shouldn't have been done. Right. You know, sometimes cheese is cheese, and you should just, you know, yeah. take it off the burger. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, this so, movie, I Sometimes wanna... it can make you a little lactose intolerant, you know? Yeah, it's straight up. This next movie I want to see, Snow White and the Huntsman. Now, Steve had a riveting and extremely logical reason why <laughs> he doesn't want to see this movie. If you'd like to share it with the, <laughs> the class... Uh, for me, it's, it's just, I mean, 
the whole Snow White thing, I mean, I, to me, the, the Mirror Mirror and this one, they seldom have any interest to me. It's just like, okay, we're revamping the whole Snow White deal. Now she's a soldier and whatever. Um, it's G.I. Jane of the fairy tale land. Um, but for me, the whole – we were talking earlier about the suspension of disbelief. Charlize Theron. You just take a minute to, to take that picture in your head, and then, you know, it's mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? You are. But there is someone else, and that someone else is Kristen Stewart. Really? I mean, to me, that's... Really logical. I mean, it just makes me go, oh, yeah, you know what? If I could jerk off to Charlize Theron, yes, I would. To Kristen Stewart, mm, in maybe the right light, I don't know. But see, you would have to... If you're... I like how this is the way you judge women. Of course. Judge I... if you're jacking off to them. <laughs> well, doesn't everybody? Yes, but I'm just... You know. <laughs> um... But yeah, you know, that's that's just to me, that's just kind of how I look at it. It's just that kind of I mean, I'm not a big Kristen Stewart fan. I don't think she's all that talented as an actress, and I really don't think she's that pretty. And the fact that her emo little bratty Bella character is just so annoying. I, I think that, that that baggage comes along with me of going, Ew no. Here here's my here's my take <laughs> on this movie. One I've always been a big fan of fairy tales. I just am. You I don't know one. why. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the big reason I, I – the draw that's pulling me into this movie is it's like Snow White before Disney fucked it up. Hmm. You know. Right. Maybe not word for Vadim, but kind of like that's a darker, darker tale. I like that. Um, also, I – not that she deserves it, but for some reason I really – I don't know why. I want Chris, the Stuart Broad, <laughs> to redeem herself for Twilight. For me personally, yeah. I want to give her a chance to act because I saw I saw most of the Twilight movies because I have young young girls in my house, you know, the daughters. <laughs> I don't just invite random young girls to my house. Yeah, I, um, I live next to a, a, a elementary school. Right. right. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> so I've seen, you know, bits and pieces, um, you know, stuff like that. The movies to, to me, my opinion. So let's, let's all, all get on those fucking hate mail already. If they're, they're twihards, they're not listening to us. That's true. So my opinion is those, those movies and the source material are fucking horrible. Yeah. So be that as it may, <laughs> I want her to have a chance to be in a real movie with real actors <laughs> to see what she can do. Right? I don't think that's too much, you know. I don't think it's too much of a stretch. And she's in a big role. So let's see what she can do. If she fucks it up, she fucks it up. Don't, Whatever. Don't fuck up, you don't know. fuck up. Ah. <laughs> I, I also think she's a little cute. She's cute enough for me to want to go see the movie. Mm. But that's my personal, my personal thing. She looks like a chick I used to date. Yeah, whatever. Um... So that's me. I don't know why, but that's like every time someone brings that movie up, I talk about the fairy tale thing, which is true for me. But then I'm like, I just want, I want her to succeed. I don't know why. Like I want to give her a real chance because it's like her big, her first major role was just so such a fucking horrible story that I don't blame her for not acting. <laughs> 
your source materials fucking bullshit. Like, why would you even try? Yeah. Just collect your paycheck and go home. <laughs> you know? Uh, and you know I'm fucking right. <laughs> I'm taking it back. You're taking it back. <laughs> Not up in here. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying, like, random catchphrases. <laughs> you make any sense. <laughs> oh, man. Nanu, uh, nanu, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna disassemble, bitch! No, <laughs> Did they even say that in the movie? I never heard them say no, it. No, they didn't, and there was an explanation as to why they never said it in the movie, because they said that there was never a moment that it needed it. They go, the, the one... They were already assembled. Yeah, they were already assembled, and the panning shot of them all together, which still gave me goosebumps the second time I watched it, mm-hmm. when they did that panning shot of them, they go, that was it. That was the Avengers Assemble moment. They yeah, go, and if we yelled Avengers Assemble, it would have been cheesy. Yeah, so that's why they said they go, when we did it, they go, even when when uh, we told Joss when he was writing the script, we never said, you need to have that moment in it. It was, just, you know, he took it and he goes, this was his Avengers Assemble moment. No words, just a pan shot of them. And it worked so well. I, it didn't need it. And I totally forgot about it, too, until, of course. I the, did. I was waiting for it the whole movie. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen. Like, I was like, Avengers Assemble? No. That and you were waiting for Scarlett Johansson's tits to pop out. Yes. There, no, the two things that I was majorly waiting for, and one came through, was um, one was the Avengers Assemble, and then the other was Hulk speaking. Mm-hmm. Which happened at the end, and, you know, whatever. Uh, the other thing I was waiting for was... Um, oh, what the fuck was it? Thor and Loki to get into, like, a massive battle. Yeah. But their battle was kind of like, eh, whatever. So, you know. Loki <laughs> was in the background, like always, like a little baby bitch. <laughs> anyway, the last movie on our list is the provocative uh, Prometheus which is the and Bob? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Prometheus and Bob. <laughs> you know that show was Prom- the shit. Prometheus dude. and the Hendersons. Oh, gee. <laughs> uh, the Alien prequel. Uh, yes. The trailer looks kind of cool. I don't know if you got if you guys haven't seen the viral stuff that's gone out. The Dave and then the um, the the Ted um, viral portions. They're on the website lazygeeks.com. Uh, very cool. The the Dave, which has Michael Fassbender basically explaining his android character, really, really Kubrick-esque. And it kind of made me wonder, but now that I see more of the trailer, it's definitely Ridley Scott. Um, I don't know. I just – I like looking at it. I like looking at the movie. I like the scope. It doesn't feel claustrophobic um, like the original Aliens movie was. Um, I like the fact that it's vast. It has a lot of uh, scope to it. Um, I don't know. It, it looks kind of interesting to me. Something really funny is it, for a while, I didn't even know it was a prequel to Aliens. <laughs> I just thought it was a new movie, and I was confused. I'm like, I don't – the hell is this movie about? And someone told me, and then I bothered to get online and fucking look, look at it, and I was like, oh, and then it looked fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but then the last trailer that just came out looked pretty sick, dude. Showed off the main cast, you know. Yeah. Um, it looked pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm I'm very very intri- intrigued. And the special the special effects, like their interfaces with the computers, it looks realistic. It doesn't yeah. look fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, it it, just, it looks good. Yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm I'm. I'm on board with this one, and I'll definitely be seeing that next month when it hits when it comes out. Yes. 
All right. And that's the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's our summer breakdown. I think for the most part, we're, we're mostly yays on a lot of these. Yeah. Some some are, yeah, you know, we'll wait. Are there any movies on here that we were like, fuck you? No, there, I don't, no. well, G.I. Joe, you were a little bit. I think, I think G.I. Joe, I just don't care. Yeah. Really? And I think you feel the same way with Battleship. Yeah, I don't care. And I kind of feel the same with Battleship, too. I don't care either way. <laughs> um, everything else looks pretty good. The Bourne Legacy, I mean, I'll see it, but I, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think. I think it's for gonna... me, because I'm a bigger fan of the original series. Well, I like the the series, but I mean, I don't know. I Actually, you know what? I'll take that back, because I like the series, but towards the third one, I was kind of like, okay, I get it. You know, it was just, to me, it was the same song and dance, you know? Yeah. Um, but we'll see how that goes. But all the superhero movies are the shit, obviously. Right. Um, we, even, we even both want to see fucking Brave, which is yeah. weird. <laughs> I know, that's weird. I think because it's a non-sequel and it's an original event, like, ooh, okay, let's see how they... If you had a chance to say brave, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I think that's the only reason we talk about it, so we can do that. <laughs> Just so we can do that. Let's do it. If you had a chance to be a douchebag, would you do it? <laughs> yeah. I would. I would. I would. I would. Dude, I, would. I want there to be one moment in the movie theater. Where something happens on screen where she breaks her bonds or she fucking kicks somebody's ass. And I want someone to stand up in the theater and go, Freedom! I would fucking piss myself. I would laugh so hard. (laughs) That'd be slow claps. Slow claps. Uh, What other movies? Abraham Lincoln, of course. You want to see that. Uh, Men in Black 3 looks fun. Snow White and the Huntsman. I think think even though you're talking that shit, you still want to go. You'll still see it. Eventually, probably on cable or DVD. Don't say cable. That's fucked up. No, for, the, for me, I don't have Netflix and I don't have Redbox, so it'll be cable if I don't if I don't see it in movie theaters. Whatever. <laughs> You're practically off the fucking grid if you don't have all that shit. Um, I will probably I'll probably see it in the theaters because I have well my my wife and oldest daughter want to see it too, so that's that's more of a push to get in there. Yeah. Um, Prometheus, I don't know if I'm going to go see that in the theaters or not. I'll go see it because I I want the I want to capture that whole because it looks like a very big scope. It looks very you know very grand. So I think I want to see it in the in the theater. All right. Well, <laughs> would you do it? <laughs> if I had a chance to see Prometheus, I'd do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I think that should be the title of the podcast. Would you do it? Would you do it? But spell it like do it. Oh my god! Which is like D U I E T. I think. Would you do it? Do it. <laughs> or put Scottish for dummies or something. There you go. Right? Scottish for dummies. Yeah. There you go. Scott? No, there it is. Scottish for the American speaker. Make fun of us because we all know these accents are horrible. Oh yeah, you know the people in Scotland are like on uh these are <laughs> what they do. <laughs> if they would shut the fuck up. <laughs> would you do it? If you could shut so the fuck up, up, would you do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. 
Oh my god. <laughs> speaking speaking of how we're acting. I know, right? Let's get right into the douchebags. Alright, so my first douchebag is um <laughs> particular particular uh tickles my particular fancy. Like something, lose job. Uh <laughs> what can be considered um what can be considered part of freedom of speech? Attending a political rally, talking about talking, taking to your blog to express the state of the country, like someone on your Facebook that shares your political belief. Well, it seems the last one isn't covered, according to a judge in Virginia. The New York Times is reporting that District Court Judge Raymond A. Jackson doesn't believe that it constitutes freedom of speech. Six people in Virginia who say that they were terminated from their jobs with Je- uh, Sheriff B.J. Roberts. That just sounds like a bad 70s TV show of, Ham- yeah, of Hampton for supporting his opponent in his 2009 re-election bid, which Roberts ultimately won. One of the workers had, quote-unquote, liked the Facebook page of Roberts' opponent. Judge Jackson decided that liking someone or something on Facebook does not constitutionally is not constitutionally protected speech. Uh, Sheriff Roberts said that some of those workers were released because he wanted to replace them with sworn deputies, while others were fired for for performance or, in his belief, hindered the harmony and efficiency of the office. This won't uh, be the last time you'll hear about what will be constituted as protected speech in our online environment. However, this does bode well for people to keep their Facebook profiles private. But unfortunately, Facebook likes to use your name to promote like ads to get some people to like um, some people you work with to join your um, in your vision. This is another sign as to for people to keep their professional lives away from something like Facebook or Twitter. A professor of journalism and mass communication at Commonwealth University, Marcus Messner, told the New York Times that this type of decision will have to be decided by someone in a higher court. Quote, going to a candidate's Facebook page and liking it, in my view, is a political statement, Mr. Messner says. It's not a very deep one, but you're making a statement. I have to agree with him because being um, liking someone who just who obviously has a dissenting viewpoint of your own should be considered uh, freedom of expression. You're expressing it, and you should not be held liable for that. Uh, but at the same time, it also should be known that the the sheriff doesn't have a Facebook. But he admitted in court that he knew about the liking incident and was angry at his employees in a meeting when the Facebook post was mentioned. Uh, so, when did Facebook become so fucking serious? You know, I know. I know it's when, when was the year that that it turned? Yeah. You know, it's just like you liked something on Facebook, you're fucking fired. Yeah. Pack up your shit. The fuck out of this office. Yeah, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> If I see your fucking wife and kids on the street, I'll fucking spit on them. Shit. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, my second douchebag is Microsoft. For those of you that don't have any interest in picking up the latest operating system from Microsoft Windows 8, then this will be another reason to reinforce your belief that it is a waste of time. However, those Microsoft lovers may get a sense of deja vu. It appears that Microsoft's release of Windows 8 won't play DVDs and Blu-ray discs. Sound familiar? Yeah, it's the same bag of crap that they tried to pawn off on everybody in the original release of Windows Vista. Online technology sites are claiming that the release of Windows 8 won't play DVD or Blu-rays out of the box, but you can purchase the codec in order to screen these movies in your PC or on your PC or laptop. 
Originally, Microsoft used the guys that they were offered about um, that they were worried about unsigned drivers and copy protection concerns that may have put it in the line of um, of in the line of fire of Hollywood. Now Hollywood complains that all digital content is a Pandora's box of digital evil. The major problem is that with Microsoft will most likely see some revenue from the used car salesman mentality. But when the la- when was the last time you used your DVD player on your laptop or PC? However, there are various other third-party products that will function better than Windows Media Center. When I was stuck with Vista, I went out and purchased Nero Suite and had something to not only view DVDs on, but to burn and rip movies. It functioned better than anything Windows had to offer. Whatever Microsoft's official reason for this move will be, everyone will be able to see that it's simply their attempt to make more money. When you think about it, when isn't it? My laptop doesn't even have a DVD player. Yes, because you have Alienware. Alienware's netbook, <laughs> which is like 10 pounds. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so, speaking of dead people. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was really weak. Um, in Luxor, Egypt. Oh. The funeral of a 28-year-old waiter in southern Egypt turned into a celebration. When he woke up after being declared dead. Dun, dun, dun. A little interesting. Right? Hospital officials had pronounced dead Hamdi Havez al Nubi. I don't know how they remember that shit. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but these names are long. <laughs> saying. Uh, who came from the village of Naga al Simon? Simon or something like that? Uh, in the southern province of Luxor. I can say Luxor. After he suffered a heart attack while working. Uh, his family say his family says grieving relatives took him home and, according to Islamic tradition, washed his body and prepared him for burial Friday evening. A doctor sent to sign the death certificate found it strange that his body was warm. Uh, at closer observation, she discovered he was still alive. Um, doctor was a she. That's... That's cool for that part of the <laughs> part of the world. Um, his mother fainted upon hearing the good news. With the doctor's assistance, both Al Nubi and his mother were awakened and soon were celebrating with their guests. So this this I picked this more because it was kind of a cool story, but also, you know, good job on the medical staff. Egypt declaring two <laughs> dead when he's not dead. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe go a little more in depth. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You know, I, I to me it just seems like universal healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I honestly I picked that more. There was a douchebag in there, but it, I just thought it was a cool story. Yeah, <laughs> it was dope. But anyway, moving on to a less cool and more douchebaggy story. Um, this one just hurts for me to even think about. Uh, in Illinois. A man who took a needle and thread to his son's buttocks accepted a plea deal to stay out of prison, according to local media. Randy Swoops, 52, will serve 24 months of probation and 250 hours of public service for a 2008 incident involving his teenage son, who has Crohn's disease, according to a Lake County News uh, Sun report. The son was suffering from a fistula an abnormal connection between an organ and another structure, 
which needs medical attention during the time of the offense. I'm sorry, which needed medical attention during the time of the offense, the report said. Swoops opted to sew it shut himself rather than take the son to the hospital, resulting in an infection that put the teenager in the hospital for almost a month, said the report. So it's not bad. It's not bad enough that the dude has Crohn's disease. Right. But his father's a fucking douchebag, you know. Swoops was charged with aggravated battery and could have spent two to five years in prison, according to the report. Assistant State's uh, attorney, Danielle Pescu... Pat... Danielle told the, <laughs> told the Lake County News Sun that Swoops accepting, accepting the plea is not a direct admission of guilt. Yes, it is. But admitting <laughs> there is... But admitting there is enough evidence to convict. So... Basically, this is a negligence charge. I'm happy they're throwing battery on this, aggravated battery. Um, this guy's a fucking asshole. His son has a really, you know, Crohn's disease is no joke. No. I mean, it's 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 painful. It sucks, you know. And anyone who has it, you should feel bad for them. Like not pity them, but you feel bad for them. Um, and he had something that needed to be addressed from a medical professional. And this fucking schmuck balls over here decides to fix it himself. Oh, you're a fucking car, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of pissed me off. I was kind of like, like, really? Like, people like this exist? Yep. Pathetic. I, I knew someone with Crohn's disease. This shit sucks. Okay. I'm reading the uh, douchebag of the week. Who wins? <laughs> Crohn's disease, kid. And I'll tell you who wins. Um, I was gonna, We're just reading the article, right? Yeah, we're just reading the yeah. article. From Bleeding Cool. This is an interesting example of how people misread a narrative, perhaps sometimes deliberately. A number of adoptees and adoptive parents are taking issue with one exchange in the Avengers. Black Widow says to Loki, he killed 80 people in two days. Oh, spoiler alert. Like you haven't <laughs> seen the movie already. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> to which Thor replies, he's adopted. So this was in a little exchange where... Um, Thor's defending Loki to a point. The, yeah, Thor was defending Loki to a point because they're brothers. He said, like, he basically said, mind your tongue. You yeah. know, like, don't, don't go too far saying he's an asshole. And then um, Black Widow pointed out, you know, he's, he's being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he and, killed 80 people. And... Yeah, so he said he's adopted. Everybody laughed. It was funny. Right. So um, from Bleeding Cool, he says, I laughed. My wife sitting next to me laughed. Good portion of the audience laughed. I expect... You most likely laughed too, but some adoptees didn't. One petition came with the following statement. So, according to the scriptwriter, the fact he was adopted is the reason he is a bad guy. Being adopted is not something to use for the butt of jokes. Marvel immediately sees cease using adoption as the butt of jokes and issue a public apology to the adoption community. I'm not going to read any further. It's more Bleeding Cool's opinion. If you would like Bleeding Cool's opinion, which I value and respect, go to bleedingcool.com and read it. Um, the First of all, anyone with half a fucking brain can know that he said he's adopted because he was disassociating himself with Loki at that moment. Right. Like he, he set up like, hey, we're brothers, man. 
you know, blood, blood in, blood out. You, know, you need to keep your fucking mouth shut. And he's like, hey, he's being a fucking douchebag. He's like, oh, well, you know, fucking, I, we're not really brothers. You know, that's yeah. basically what he's saying. And re- I think everyone knows that. Yeah. It reminds me of the time in 40-Year-Old Virgin when Seth Rogen is, is chewing out the ex-girlfriend of Paul Rudd and going, you know, you got to stop leading him on. You got to stop playing with his heart. Um, what are you talking about? He, I've changed my phone number. I moved twice. I've done all this. And then he goes, well, I did not know that, you know, still in the same tone of like, know that. <laughs> you know, this, the tone of being angry at her and go, well, I did not know that, you know, <laughs> that shit was funny. It, it's the same thing. And I think people are way too fucking sensitive. It's know, so you know ridiculous. It's too fucking easy to start a petition nowadays. Yeah. Everybody starts petitions about shit. It's, those, like, it's those fuckers from Mass Effect 3. We're taking it back. But I don't think I, I'm taking it back. I don't understand how, because the '90s people were saying all types of shit. Nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. Everybody could take a joke. Now all of a sudden, it, it's getting to this now that it's like you, you have to look at the person who's complaining in the face, and you can't because it's online. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. But if you were looking them eye to eye, you would go, "Dude, come on." Yeah, you're gonna you, sit there and seriously tell me that. Come on. Like, that, you know that that's not what the scriptwriter was doing. You're going to sit there and tell me that Joss Whedon firmly believes that people yeah. that um, that are adopted are able to commit that kind of atrocity, seek global domination, and yes. believe that humans are destined to be subjugated. I mean, if under under that vein, um, Loki was white. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we can go through that. Loki had dark hair. Right. We can go through that. Loki was a Norse god, so that part of the world, they're all assholes. Yeah. We we can do that. You know, what I mean, it's it's such it's such a stupid thing, you know. And maybe the people who are complaining just haven't seen Thor. Good movie. Might want to check it out. Yeah. Um. It, it, <laughs> and I honestly didn't know about this until um right before we started the podcast. I read, I'm like, adoption called what? And then I had to read it, and I was like, oh, really, dude? <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is pretty stupid, and I honestly think I honestly think it's people who just want attention. Yeah. Because you can't be, please don't be, you can't, this can't be this stupid. Please. <laughs> but they probably are. Yeah, they probably are. Now, who who's who's kicking some ass, man? Who's kicking some ass? It actually might surprise you. The kind of per- the, the people that I'm are kicking ass, and it's surprising me. Yeah, the surprise is is Verizon this week is kicking ass because Verizon right. has your back. Uh, this article comes from CNET. The internet service provider is refusing to give up the personal information of customers that book publisher John Wiley and Sons allege are online pirates, despite the threat of a subpoena. Verizon has instead called into question whether the information would lead to any relevant findings or and express concerns over the violation of privacy, according to Torrent Freak. Verizon's unwillingness to give up the information is significant because it would challenge it, the challenge could signal a potential hurdle for content companies looking to prosecute individuals using BitTorrent to illegally download books, movies, and music. The key argument is to whether the action of IP address can be directly linked to a specific person. Verizon doesn't think so. 
Verizon also asserts that the customer's information is protected from disclosures by the rights of privacy and protections guaranteed by the First Amendment. Yeah. Invoking the First Amendment right there. Yeah. yeah you know somebody flipped the table when they said that. You know? <laughs> it's uh, the first the first Ford flipped <laughs> amendment. <laughs> and a list of other objections. In addition, the company is worried that Wiley and Sons is using the personal information to harass, delay, or increase the cost of litigation. Unlike Verizon, most other um, IPs have complied with the subpoenas issued to them by Wiley and Sons. Verizon declined to say a little more um, than adding only that our objections are of a technical nature. So, you know, you talk shit about Verizon, but you know what? They got you on this. They got you on the back. They got you on Next, this. Next, I'm going to see AT&T working soup kitchens and shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Mass hysteria. <laughs> uh, um... All right, so next is our quote. Oh, no, okay, all yeah, right. Segue. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Uh, qu- this week, uh, my quote actually comes from the uh, the BBC show Sherlock. I don't like being outnumbered. Plus, it adds for too much stupid in the room. And uh, it's I, I I looked at that and I thought, God, you know, that's such a great line. Basically, Sherlock Holmes to... being a yeah. It's it. You know, it, for me, I thought I go, oh, this would be great to be a good line to get people out of the room. You know, get them out of the room. I don't like being outnumbered. Plus, it adds for too much stupid in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good way to kind of swing that uh, sarcastic bat all the way around and hit everyone. Just swinging something else, being that fucking cocky too. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So my my quote basically sums up my parenting style. <laughs> Flat out. I saw this on a on a little fake e-card thing. Just next time the bully asks you for your lunch money, tell him you left it on his mother's dresser. <laughs> that pretty much that pretty much sums up how I raise my fucking kids. Seriously. All day, dude. All day, every day. <laughs> if one of my I guarantee, I'm guaranteeing to Steve, I'm guaranteeing to the audience. If one of my sons, I won't say it to the daughters, it'd just be weird. <laughs> if one of my sons gets older and they say bullies are asking for my money, I'll be like, I'm going to say this word for word. I'll pull it out of my wallet like I got it written down. <laughs> Words of wisdom. I'm telling you. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to tell your son to get that, you know, that crazy Forrest Whitaker eye. Yeah. You know. I left it on your mom's dresser, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and don't uh, pick it up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I paid it too fucking much anyway. <laughs> That bitch was stay. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Well, I think appropriately that brings us to the closing. <laughs> you got a big head. That's why I'm so loose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. We that just crossed the line. <laughs> that that was nice. That was worth crossing the line. Oh my god. All right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you all, if you want to read more about these uh, stories we talked about or, uh, or other stuff, go ahead and check out the website, thelazygeeks.com. Happy uh, movies! <laughs> <laughs> We're being extra, extra ridiculous. I know we are, aren't we? Oh, my God. 
you can check out my personal blog, when did this happen to me? WordPress.com. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks. You can follow me at lazy underscore no matter. You can follow Adam over there in his uh, hey. words of wisdom. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to educate. Yeah, that's, uh, you got to spread the wisdom. Educate and liberate, dude. That's all I'm trying to do. Uh, at uh, lazy underscore sapien. You can even email us at uh, thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, if you have a complaint email, go ahead and send that to <laughs> kissmyass at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out, so be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, lazygeeks.com, and uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. And be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Uh, Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out. Uh, uh.